I was looking at my to-do list when I woke up this morning and I was like, oh, I've got to record next week's uh, podcast episode. And I kind of sat there and I was like, oh, what am I going to talk about this week? What topics are we vibing? And I was like, oh, I'll check my little list of ideas. I usually have like a a big kind of like dumping ground for any topics or ideas for both my podcast and my YouTube channel. And this is a great content creation hack, by the way. We're going completely off topic, but (laughs) as a quick one, this is really great for when you're having one of those weeks where you're like, I have no ideas because very, this is very common for me. I'll have moments where the content creation is hot. I'm just like full of ideas and creativity. And then I have moments that I'm not. So it's great to have this little running list of topics and ideas. Whenever anyone sends me a question on Instagram or any other platform, leaves me a comment. I'll also add this to the list of ideas so that I know I'm coming up with topics that you guys are actually interested in as well. But today I went to my handy dandy list and it had a episode on here titled, Can Social Media Managers Actually Only Work Two to Four Hours a Day? And the inspiration for this topic has definitely come from TikTok because I don't know about you, but I always get those like TikTok videos that are all like, yeah, you can work only two hours a day and make $10,000 a month. And I'm probably guilty of posting something like this at some point. (laughs) Let's be honest, probably on brand for me. But I think there's only so much a quick 10 second TikTok video or a montage video can tell you. And I really want to unpack this topic the reality of it and how to go about working two to four hours a day if it's possible what's the flip side and how much money you can make and just unpack this in a little bit more detail in today's episode and it was really ironic that this was on my list to record because it's kind of probably the hours that I've been working in the past week and I'm having a really lazy moment like I'm literally recording this in my pajamas and it's what midday <laughs> we haven't got it out of the pajamas yet and I'm really having what I call a slow season in business at the moment and I did talk about this on my Instagram stories this week so if you're not following me on Instagram definitely come jump across at Ellen McKenzie with two e's on the end and I mentioned how I really like to approach my business in seasons we have busy seasons we have seasons where I am everywhere I'm posting daily on all of the platforms I'm creating content I'm launching I'm selling constantly and then we have these slower seasons where I'm either taking a bit of a rest or holiday recharging or I'm doing some planning some goal setting or I'm working on back-end funnels or you know this week I was doing my accounting like I neglected my accounting massively for both my businesses both for Dishing Up Digital and also my studio for the past almost four months, I think. So I had a whole day where I just sat there going through receipts, loading them into my zero, reconciling all of that boring stuff. But we have to have these seasons, or I firmly believe we have to have these seasons in our business because it helps prevent us from falling into burnout. And there are so many things that I love about my job. And this is nothing new to those of you who listen to the podcast regularly. Probably every podcast episode, there is some phrase, some sentence that pops up where I'm like, I love my job. (laughs) And I really do. And I'm really grateful for that. But I think what a lot of people don't talk about are 
the downsides of social media management and having worked with so many social media managers coming through my program, training them through the Dishing Up Digital School, I have seen firsthand how common burnout is. Whether it's complete utter brain burnout, whether it's creative burnout, whether it's mental health burnout, I've seen this happen quite a lot, unfortunately. And it's something that's happened to myself as well. And I've talked about this in a couple of of podcast episodes previously as well. But from what I've observed, one of the key reasons why burnout is so common is because I would say the majority, the vast majority of social media managers do not work two to four hours a day. Let me just put that out there and shatter the glass and ruin that illusion for you. The majority of us aren't sitting around putting up a simple Instagram post, spending an hour scrolling and calling it a day. I think personally, this has been a big struggle for me because of how much I love my job. And it's very easy to work long hours when you love what you do, right? Because you're not like hanging out for five o'clock to close down the computer and, you know, go do whatever it is that you really want to spend your time on. For me, I love my job. So it's very easy to slip into the, there I go again, be like, I love my job. Take a shot. Every time Ellen says she loves her job. <laughs> but for me, it's, it's quite easy to find myself working late hours or the big issue for me is working weekends which I always say every year I'm going to work on and then somehow I slip back into old habits and realistically I would say when I look at the total amount of hours I work on a stock standard normal week I would say it probably adds up to around 40 to 45 hours, a normal standard 40-hour working week like most companies, like most jobs. But where mine really differs is often I will work shorter days and then do a bit of work on the weekends. So I might only work three hours on Thursday, three hours on Friday, and then I might do four hours on Saturday. A lot of this is to do with the fact that I'm based in New Zealand. So my Saturday is actually Friday for people in the US and the UK and the Northern Hemisphere. So often I, it feels a little bit rude for me to be like, no, I'm not going to reply to your emails because this is Saturday here. Because most of my clients actually forget this. They don't remember what time zone I'm in <laughs> or in a panic or something happens. Um, that's obviously not at the forefront of their minds. So often it does mean replying to some emails and some messages on on a Saturday. Generally, I'm pretty good at working or not working, I should say, on a Sunday. Um, but Saturday for me, it's something that I kind of like doing as well. The other thing that's been tricky for me is my partner this year has been studying for quite a few different finance, finance exams. So he finished his CFA this year, which was a huge accomplishment. And then he decided to go sit another exam because he's just a sucker for torture, apparently. <laughs> so he often studies on the weekend. So it's very easy for me to then be like, oh, Ellie is studying. So let me just go do a little bit of work. Um, and then we'll like wrap up in the afternoon and go to the gym or go play golf together or something like that. So it is easy to fall into that habit. But if I am working on the weekend, I do try and make sure it is not a full day. And I also try and make sure that during the work week, I will have a quieter day. Now, when I look at this week, this week is what I would say is an abnormal week. I have these abnormal weeks at like opposite ends of the spectrum. We have <laughs> the random weeks like this where it's really slow, it's really quiet, I just need some rest, I need to recharge. And then I have weeks where 
it's at the other end of the, the spectrum where I am super busy that I will work 12 hour days. I will work seven days a week because I'm in a launch period because there's big things going on. I've got a specific campaign I'm working on, a specific promotion or sale. Like next week, for example, I have my social media manager summit, which I know means I'll be working a lot more um, just because that's a big live event, which by the time you guys are listening to it, we may have been, uh, we may have started. We might be underway if you're listening on Monday or Tuesday, it depends. And if you are still keen to sign up, there will be a link in the description box down below. So you can go still sign up. You can catch up on any of the replays that you've missed and come join us for the rest of the live streams. It's going to be a really cool event. So link to that and details down below. So when we come back to the original question of today's episode, the is it possible to work two to four hours a day as a social media manager? This is where I really like to show you how much it varies in my own personal schedule, like what I've just talked about, the different ends of the spectrum, the different seasons in my business. But I also hope what I'm showing to you is it is actually in your control. And this is what I tell people when they come to me and they're like, oh, I'm a mum, I'm really busy looking after the kids, will I have time for this? Or I'm a university student, I'm studying full time, will I have time for this? all different sorts of people with different schedules when they ask me if they have the time to be a social media manager my answer is always yes because you can be a social media manager that only works two hours a day you can limit yourself and take on less projects like this week for example I haven't taken on any calls any discovery calls any meetings because I wanted to work less I wanted to have a break and Likewise, this could work for you if you're studying. I always think it's a great side hustle for students because you can scale up and offer your services and work with more clients during the summer holidays, for example. And then when you have your exam period, when you've got a whole bunch of assignments, which you will know about in advance, because I mean, if it's the same as when I went to university, you sit down at the beginning of the semester and they give you an outline of all your due dates. So you can block off those days and make sure you don't have any client work or campaigns or anything in that period. And I think it's super flexible when you compare that to working in retail, working in a cafe, etc. But one thing that I think is very important to recognize here I can work two to four hour work days right now in my position because I have spent four years building my business. I can still hit a 15K, 20K, even 30K month working limited hours. I did this in May when I spent half the month traveling in the UK and I also had COVID for an entire week, was completely knocked out in my London hotel room, beautiful time. Um, but the month of May, I essentially probably only had two weeks where I was working a normal schedule. And then the last two weeks, two and a half weeks of May were very stripped back to only one to two hours of work to a day. And that was a 32K month for me. And the reason that happens, the reason that works is four years of hard work getting me to this point. Four years of building my audience, building my community, creating funnels, making sure that my sales can flow into my business without me having to actively be online. I make sure that I have evergreen content, evergreen webinars, videos, all of these different things across multiple platforms. I also have paid ads running in the background. So if I'm not posting on Instagram, there's actually still things getting shown to people. I'm really smart about where I'm posting things like my podcast people can go back and binge listen even if I miss a week um, a YouTube channel is still a massive massive driver of traffic and new leads for me 
even though I haven't uploaded in quite a few weeks, maybe even months on there. So making sure that I have platforms that have that evergreen kind of search system in them. But also I have been smart about my product suite from the beginning. I know that I can only work so much to make so much money. You get stuck in this trap of trading time for dollars. I know everyone talks about that. Time for dollars, time for dollars. But it is true. If you are a service-based entrepreneur, for the majority of your work, it's going to come down to how much time you have available in your schedule and how much time you have to spend on projects in order to make X amount of dollars. And for me, I recognized this very early on and knew that in order for my business to support the lifestyle that I wanted to be able to have a future where I got to travel and work from anywhere in the world, work really short hours, I would need to make sure that I had things like digital products, courses, masterclasses, things that people could buy without me having to be directly involved in the transaction. So comparing this to my social media management services, to my one-on-one coaching services, those are things that demand my time and me being there in order to make the money versus my social media manager template bundle is something that sells really consistently in the background of my business. And the coolest thing about this is I can take a holiday. I can take a sick day and still check my phone at the end of the day and have PayPal notifications. Be like, cool, I made X amount of dollars today and I did nothing. But what I'm trying to stress there is it hasn't been like that from the beginning, right? You had to put in the hustle, you had to put in the hard work. And what people don't realize or what people don't explain in those viral TikTok videos of working two to four hours a day is that there is literally four years of work that has gone into creating this lifestyle. It is a long-term game. It's not something that you can necessarily do instantly unless you're one of those really lucky people that go super viral on TikTok and you've got your product, your digital product ready to go, et cetera. When I think back to when I first went full-time in my business in late 2019, end of 2019, I remember actually vividly putting up an Instagram post talking about how I was only working four hours, four, four hours a day and that, the, you know, the new entrepreneurship life was amazing. I was really enjoying myself and enjoying having more time to be creative and, you know, spend time how I wanted. And I remember writing this post. I remember it so vividly because I had family members comment on it and be like, oh, I heard you're only working four hours a week, Ellen, when I was at the next like family Christmas dinner or something. And people made comments about it to my mom being like, oh, maybe she should stop posting that she's only working four hours a week. Like, doesn't that look bad? And it's so funny (laughs) that when I look back at those comments, like no one says that to me anymore. No one questions how hard it work. No one questions when I post me and my Udi at 3 p.m. on a Tuesday or me playing The Sims at 2 p.m. on a Friday. Like no one questions that anymore because they've seen my success. They've seen the business that I've grown and they've seen the results and they know how hard I work now. But in the beginning, you do get a lot of people questioning you. So I think that's something important to address because it happens to everyone even me and sometimes your family members just aren't going to get it. I've talked about this so many times on the podcast. (laughs) Let's not go down that path or else I'll be rambling and going off topic for like a solid 10 minutes. But the main reason why I was working four hour work days when I first started was a lot of it was I, I didn't have as many clients then. 
um, I was only making between two and five thousand dollars a month. And I say only <laughs> like that's a bad thing, but that back then that was the dream. That was that was actually my goal. That was my goal range. Um, especially because if you guys have listened to my previous podcast episodes, I had like a really hard time starting my business and I kind of made the decision personally to step back a little bit and actually just enjoy the freedom, enjoy my life, hang out with my friends, enjoy time with my family, take more holidays and really decided to prioritize that over income. And that was a very, I guess, proactive decision. Is that the right word that I'm looking for? It was like something that I decided and I chose that I wanted to focus on. I wanted to focus my actions on building towards more of a a dream lifestyle rather than a business that was making $10,000 a month. And if you want to hear more about that, I did upload almost like a reintroduction style episode. That episode was titled zero to 5k months, my journey as a social media manager. So definitely scroll back a couple of episodes and have a listen to that if you want to hear more about that journey. But again, I guess what I'm trying to explain to you This whole topic around this episode about how much does a social media manager actually work is that it does vary a lot, that it is personal and you have the control, you have the power to decide when and how you work, but it does come with limitations on income. So that is my little like asterisk or red flag to those TikToks. If they say work two hours a day and make 10K a month, for me, I'm like, okay, well, where's the context? Like that doesn't happen instantly. As I said, for me, it took four years to get to this point where I have that recurring income, that passive income, but I had to work those long hours, those long days to get it set up and running, right? And also there is the context of if people are working two to four hours a day, sometimes they don't disclose how much they are making. You know, I was working four hours a day when I started my business, but I've said in previous podcast episodes that first month, I didn't even actually make any money. Like I was net zero because I spent so much on my holiday. And the next month I did hit 5K. And then I think the month after that, I dropped to maybe three or two. That was when COVID hit as well. So it did fluctuate a lot. And again, I feel like some people don't disclose that. Like, are you only working four hours a day? But how much are you making? What's the history? How long have you been working in this industry? What exactly are you selling? And that's been one of my very proactive moves for this year. I've really recognized how much I value having a lifestyle business more than I don't know, a big, big, powerful business with employees and turning over hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. For me, it's just not personally worth it. Like I could get an office. I mean, technically I now have a studio, but (laughs) separate business, separate business. I could get an office. I could hire employees. I could have way bigger contracts. I've turned down a lot, a lot of client work this year. And I could have said yes to all of that. I could have hired more people. I could have built a team. I could have turned Dishing Up Digital into Auckland's number one digital marketing agency. But I don't want to do that. It's as as simple as that. And this is why I talk so much in my my book, B-I-T-C-H Power. Link is in the description if you want to pick up a copy from Amazon. I talk a lot in the book about defining your own version of success and The reason I wrote this book is because often I see entrepreneurs who get 
so caught up in the journey and making money and starting their business before actually working on these foundational principles of success, before working out what they actually want out of their life and building their business to support that. And every single person has their own different definition of what success means. Maybe working two to four hours a day and only making $2,000 a month is your definition of success. Maybe that's all that you want. Or for you, maybe it is having the agency with 10 different staff, having an office, having the car, you know, the swanky car with your logo on it, dressing up in a suit every day, going to the office, having meetings, whining and dining clients. Like maybe that is for you success. And that's totally awesome. Okay, fabulous. I respect that. But my version of success is different. And I think it's important we stop pushing what success is and what our version of success is onto other people. Everybody's different. Everyone has different dreams. And I think it's important that you take a look inside and think about what it is that you love or what you want out of your life rather than let everybody else's opinions dictate what you want. Like everyone else's version of success or the cliches in your industry dictate what you do when it's really out of alignment and it's not what you want at all (laughs) I love how I can turn a simple topic of how many hours a week does a social media manager work I love that I can turn it into a deep conversation on mindset and success (laughs) and your journey as an entrepreneur because I always believe all of this stuff is interconnected that's why I teach so much about mindset and limiting beliefs in all of my programs and the summit, even our first live training for the Social Media Manager Summit is on mindset and how that impacts your selling and the growth and the income in your business. Everything is interconnected. So I hope you enjoyed this episode and this more in-depth explanation on the work hours of a social media manager. And I hope my conclusion came across pretty clear that it's really flexible and it's up to you. And there's a lot of things that contribute to it. (laughs) It's a very like waffly answer, isn't it? It's like, yes, social media managers can work two hours a day, but also they can't. But also it takes time. But also there's things happening behind the scenes. Um, But I hope it's given you some interesting insights nevertheless. If you are new to the podcast, if this is the first time hearing me, please make sure you hit that subscribe button. We upload weekly here on the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. We talk about all things social media and social media management, building your dream business and building your dream life. And with that all out of the way, I will catch you in next week's episode. Bye guys.